What's going on, Internet? The Black Card here, aka DBH, and to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to the Gaming Illuminati podcast. We are the Enlightened Gamers, and this is episode 103. Now, before we get into the show, just know I got to introduce my co-host, the first of which is loving father, I can't talk, fatherhood more and more every day. I mean, that's what he said, at least. UTX, JG the Don, say what up to the people. Hello, hello, hello. We are back again for another podcast. We got a lot to talk about today. It's been a lot of gaming news. Let's get to it. Mm, and my second co-host is a final four. I'm about to turn this. <laughs> I can't even get my jokes off. I'm tired. He's a Final Fantasy 14 crackhead. Glad he had time for the show. Ito, say what up to the people. Yo, what up, everybody? Shouts to everybody in the Discord who I got hooked on the same crack. You know what it is. Mm-mm-mm. If you want to appear on the next episode, be sure to back us on Patreon at patreon.com slash GI updates. Also, take the show on the go. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, all other major podcast outlets. Be sure to download that GI app available on iOS and Android. It's free. Just search Illuminati on your respective app store. Keep in mind, we spell Illuminati with the word is in Nadia. Nice. Now, before we get into the show, a few things, free games, delays, put this at the top of the notes. So on Xbox um free games for august portal knights override mech city brawl mx unleash and red faction 2 uh for playstation plus you get the modern warfare 2 remastered just keep in mind that that does not have multiplayer that's only the campaign and you guys get fall guys which is like the new sensation uh and then on pc for the epic game store uh enter the gungeon and god's trigger is free this week and then next week it'll be hitman and shadow run so make sure to claim all your free games especially if you're poor and then we got a couple delays that we can talk about real quick before we get into the main conversations um xbox is really not helping with the concept of they have no games microsoft recently announced that halo infinite well 343 announced that halo infinite will be delayed um they're blaming covid uh they said today i want to uh share important halo infinite development update with the community we have made the difficult decision to uh, shift our release to 2021 to ensure the team has adequate time to deliver a halo game experience that meets our vision uh covid blah 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 covid blah 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 that's why they delayed it and they want to make it better uh how we feeling about this delay anybody care whatever damn I don't think it's gonna be whatever for uh for Xbox fans. Oh, because this is—I mean, this is the premier. This is the premier IP. Like for them to have to delay it and it's not coming out and launch, and that's that's gonna be a major blow. You know what I'm saying, like it, I, and I understand why I, they're not gonna say it, but they got roasted. They got roasted because of those graphics, and I yeah. think that 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 took a major like. All right, we gotta sit back and we need to rethink what just happened. Because if you have other outlets like Digital Foundry proving that the previous Halo games look better than this, then whoop. that shit hurt their confidence. They was like, "We need to go back to the drawing board." Like this is supposed to be the most powerful Xbox yet, right? Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. not a good look. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's crazy. They got a Game Pass and don't got no games on it. Anyways, um, <laughs> another delay was uh, Arcane Studios, the creators of Dishonored, uh, Deathloop. It's their new game starring a black man or something, a black woman. Uh, that got delayed, unfortunately, to Q2 2021. Um, something about COVID, COVID, blah, blah, COVID. 
uh, making it the best experience possible for next gen COVID. Does anybody anybody care about that? Luke? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically what all these come down to. Like, I don't want to read the whole letter. It just comes down to COVID pretty much, and they have to work from home. I think I think actually a prime example of this is Apex Season Six. I mean, we're gonna talk about that later, but COVID is fucking everything up. Uh, but did anybody care for Deathloop? I did. I did. And, I, and we were all Dishonored fans, so yeah. you know, it's a, the same studio that's making it. But at the same time, like, I'm not hurt because, you know, we have another major game. I remember when I put this in the DMs, he thought someone had a heart attack because he thought it was his oh, beloved oh, Cyberpunk. Oh, but... God. oh, that's another great news piece article is that Cyberpunk has made it past 91 days. And that's like, yeah, a because they, all the other delays have always happened at 91 days. Like, like they felt that if they didn't, if they uh, delay, it would always be around this time, and it hasn't happened. So yeah, we're that's, now that's like crazy that yeah. that's a thing. <laughs> so, it's literally yeah. a meme where people te- are terrified at 91 days, and like it happened yeah. like, days ago or something like that. And and even see Project Red made a joke about it and was like, "Hey guys, nothing going on here today. What's going on with you guys?" And everyone was like just staring, like, "No, nothing. You know, we're just relaxing. You know, <laughs> just waiting." <laughs> yeah, not yeah. funny. So, yeah, so we'll we'll see about that, but um. Yeah, I, I think that at this point, especially with this going on, I think that game studios as well, they're going to have to really learn how to uh, how to navigate the whole game development thing. Because, I mean, we're, we were getting delayed before COVID, right? But now that COVID is hit, now I'm not saying that, that everyone has used it as an excuse, but it really has been like pretty much every delay that's happened in the past like six months has been, you know, due to COVID or they've been saying it's been due to COVID. So if that's truly a reason and that's going to be like a huge, you know, drawback for a lot of these game studios, especially when it comes to trying to hit these dates and they, they're going to have to figure out how to, you know, navigate uh, working on these games from home. Um obviously we're not trying to have anybody get sick and, and ultimately you know have anything worse happen but uh this is going to be a thing and you know COVID is going to be here until we at least get a vaccine so a lot of these games are going to suffer and these games too they're going to suffer until they can figure out another another alternative to make sure that they can still stay on point yeah it's affecting it's affecting game development in ways that i don't think people actually understand it's like when you're not in the same building and it's hard to um like exchange files and keep up with one also i can make the argument too i'm not saying people are doing this but because people are working from home you never know man they might they might be a depressed uh so they don't have the motivation to work and then some people might just be lazy and they don't have boss looking over the eye while they're working on the game and stuff so it's just like it's a sticky situation hopefully things get better wear a mask folks wear a mask and wash your hands and wash your ass all right starting conversations for the podcast a lot of games have actually came out uh not came out but a few games and some betas and stuff like that since the last podcast the first of which we're going to talk about is um square enix crystal dynamics uh marvel's avengers they did a beta uh beta test for the game um people have been waiting like it seems like five years for this game and finally we've been able to get some hands-on time with it uh it was available on all platforms uh for those of you unaware it's actually well well this episode will be out today so yeah it's actually you can still actually play it right now this weekend the the beta it's free on uh pc xbox and playstation um what's the name so let's talk first impressions on what we think was it worth the wait jg marvel's avengers was it worth the wait oh boy let me tell you something um i had a a pretty bad experience and you saw this uh last week you came into the stream when i got the code played on the pc man i know it's a beta but it was almost unplayable like it was a lot of times where like the game just froze on me um we had audio like skipping and looping 
it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough. And I have a pretty decent rig, so it definitely was not my PC. It you want to hear some disappointing game. news? Being highly unoptimized. What's up? It, it's not optimized on PS4 either. I heard. That shit, I I had, and I had it in performance mode on my Pro. That shit was skipping. I was asking people the same thing. I was like, uh, I was like, is your PS4 getting pushed to the edge? Does it sound like a gen engine? Everybody was like, yeah. So I was like, okay. So I, I don't know what's going on with this game, but again, I'm going to just say because it's a beta, they're going to have to work some stuff out. But at the same time, this game comes out in a couple of weeks. So we're really going to have to figure something out. Like, do I even want to play it at all if the PS4 version as well is having issues? Because, you know, that was the thing. You were like, oh, you know, Square games on PC normally are not optimized but if the ps4 version is having the same problems then it's just going to be the game itself it might end up just being a dub and you know that sucks because i do want to play the game but let me talk about the other negatives um this game definitely should not have been a, a looter type of service game uh after playing it it's a lot of things and i'm just like why is this here it was things that i was picking up um in the in the, the part that i played the single player experience i'm like what is this why do i care about these items like i know that they're important but i would just rather not not deal with them i also found like the overall story and like navigating when i was playing it was very hard to get lost like to find out where my next objective was so i felt like they should have did a better job with that i don't know if it was because i was streaming but i was like just trying to figure it out i'm like i don't know where to go like i'm not giving clear direction or where to go so like the ui and like the whole flow of what i played just seems a little bit skewed um but as far as the positive i know everybody was hating on black widow but i would say that part finding taskmaster was actually the most fun part of the demo for me personally really uh, yes black that widow was got boring hands, it was qtes you, you lying black widow got hands that that part was actually fun i like her part and i like uh iron man um i would say you play you know you ended up playing with hulk the most in the demo but i actually didn't like his part um i didn't like his parts as, as much as i thought i would because you know it would seem like super fun just to be like oh hulk smash everywhere but like i found this part to be like the least enjoyable i actually like black widow's part so like while bled i would actually not even be afraid to play with her um because he was actually she got a lot of gadgets and stuff like i just like just throwing hands because she actually do got hands so again that's just my opinion but i actually like her part the most and i and i actually dislike the hulk the most um but all the characters i would say overall like it felt okay um it wasn't anything too intricate and obviously we only get like a very very small slice of like all the upgrades that you can possibly get but i think like as far as my negatives i think the most um that i would have is obviously the optimization because if i can't play the game then you know that's that's just going to be a nail as it is and then just the whole like loot part i really just don't care about the the items that i am picking up like it just makes no sense i'm like oh what is this what is this what is this like it just it doesn't really resonate with me or this type of game and i think that's probably going to be besides the optimization this is going to be the most annoying part that's like that's going to make me like oh do i really like this game or not am i going to see myself playing this for a long time man let's push the optimization issues to the side let's pretend like the game actually does work for a second i'm actually more disappointed by the fact that like i wouldn't call this game trash but like i think uninspired and under underwhelming is the best way i could describe this i was so uninterested in this game like i'm not gonna lie i'm not buying this game if you see me playing it it's because i got it for free from square somebody donated it to me but i will not pay for this game it the shit was boring uh when you played as the hulk 
boring like it, it this this game is press square on, on at least on the playstation press square to win that's it you just run around you press square there's no depth to anything yeah they drop loot and then like you get a little bit stronger but there's no depth to the combat um when you play the hulk it's like he's big as shit and they, ha they have him in these small ass corridors and shit uh, so the camera's spazzing all over the place. Then on top of that, there's no there's no layers to the combat or anything like that. Uh, I I do agree with you. I think the characters that threw hands were the most fun to play. Uh, Cap, Black Widow, and then Kamala Harris. Um, that was actually my favorite character to play, Kamala Harris, because she can swing around and shit, and she can lock niggas up. But anyways, I uh, like Maga Cap too. Like to be honest, Maga Cap was actually kind of lit. Yeah, like the characters that threw hands were the most fun in my opinion. But like the game just feels janky. Like uh, there's not the it lacks like a certain level of smooth smoothness. I'm not gonna lie. Like I had more fun playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance three than this shit. Um, I hate to say that, me too. And and I I think it's because there's like a team. Good. Yeah, I I think there's like a team aspect to like Marvel Ultimate Alliance where you have to combine different abilities, and you can do that a little bit in this game. But like it was QT QTEs all over the place. Um, it was a lot of just shoving you down linear, like super linear corridors. Uh, just set piece after set piece, and then in those set pieces, you had to mash the triangle button with the QTEs. The shit's just boring. I was, and it hurt my soul to play this shit because y'all know I'm a super Marvel fan. I'm just like, this is what we, eh, this ain't it, bro. And I, I didn't like it. What about you, Ethos? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of in the same wheelhouse. I guess I just I'm not really disappointed by it because I kind of. I think if you go back to when we for they first revealed it, I think when we were talking about it, I kind of was like saying the same things. I was kind of like, it looks very linear. I don't really see like, you know, like the openness of it. And then they were talking about it before player co-op. So then it was like, well, how does this like that intro sequence we saw? We were like, how does this work in a four player scenario? And then when you actually play the game, then you actually discover, oh, okay, I get it. That's not actually the case. So like the thing that you see at the beginning of the game is just a single player, like cinematic, very cinematic QTEs. It's like everything that I just... I just find is very mid and then after that then when you actually see where like how the co-op mechanics work then it, it kind of like reminds me of oh man it it reminds me a lot of like uh like destiny open world scenarios where you run on this open area and then you go to these like certain like tr like quote unquote like certain missions which are going to be like duplicated throughout all the missions and then you complete them and then you go to a certain like mini dungeon you beat a boss and then that's it and it's like you're going to repeat that process over and over again so I mean, yeah, I do agree with you. I think maybe the only redeeming factor of this game might be end up being the story. Like, I hope the story is actually really good. If the story mm -hmm. ends up being pretty good. Then I, I, I think like I would be willing to give it a try, uh, at least a shot. But like, if the story ends up being kind of like uninspiring too, as well as like I do agree, like the gameplay feels a little uninspired as well. Um, I don't really, I don't really feel anything when I play. Like the one the two things that really irritated me was that like you, you're pulling the hulk and i don't feel weight when i play the hulk and i'm like how can you mess that up like it's like a pivotal thing with the hulk like, he has to feel heavy and he doesn't feel heavy um and like the the numbers the looting numbers and all that stuff like it makes the power fantasy feel worse because it's like you're playing as like the earth's mightiest heroes and i'm taking like five six swings to like eliminate like, 10 swings if not more to eliminate like a robot like are you come on you mean you mean, you mean to tell me the hulk is struggling against a, a police yeah, officer with a riot shield get the yeah, fuck yeah, out of here bro on, and then like you add on top of that you add on top of that like um Oh, I'm trying to remember the other thing that like really irritated me. Uh, oh yeah, Iron Man. How Anthem has a better flight system than I <laughs> you know what's funny, yo. People in my Twitch chat were saying the same thing. Like, yo, this game makes Anthem look good. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, Anthem yo. has like like I would rather play Anthem's combat loop 
any day of the week before I'd have to play Avengers. Like it, it, it is like, especially with Iron Man, like the way they make Iron Man's flight controls, like you could tell, like they looked at Anthem really hard and they like kind of copied the system that how Anthem does flight. And I still, and I think everyone agrees that like Anthem's flight system was really, really good. But like, there's still stuff that like they change that's different from Anthem's that's just like really bad. Like they make it where you can't just click one button and just fall to the ground. Like you have to hold B to like have him like land all the way to the ground. And like, that's just like irritating. It doesn't make you feel fast. And, and on top of that, I do agree. Like the person I had the most fun playing was Black Widow. Like I agree with JG. She was like the most like, uh, I felt power behind her hits and stuff. And because she's human, it makes sense why she takes a couple hits. Like, I guess that's where like the visual to what I'm doing actually makes sense. But like, I, I can't like, when, when I like play like, and Tony too, I guess Tony felt like all right too. But like, again, like the Hulk, I didn't like um kamala harris was she was cool um because i like uh miss marvel like I, I thought she was really cool so um yeah it's just like hulk is the one that was just like i'd never want to play this dude ever again and i think it gives a bad impression when like the first single player part is just you having to play hulk most of the time um i i, I don't know i i agree with all of you guys like do i think that this game could end up being really really good no I, I i'd be very surprised if this game comes out and like it gets global praise like i think it's just gonna at most it'll get a six out of ten destiny a seven out of ten maybe for people who really like it but i don't see any way in the way that i've what i've played already that this game's going to be anywhere close to being like a like a phenomenal game mm -hmm. that like we've been five years for i just don't see it i almost That's turned it point. off right oh, at we'll the give credit. i will give i'm sorry i i, I will give it, I, I don't want to sound like a negative nancy i will give it credit on one thing though i do feel like they really did care about like the the world um I, I do find like the story the story is interesting to me because it has like a little bit of like what the inhumans in it and some stuff so i'm like okay this expands on a part of the avengers universe that like the mcu doesn't touch on and that like it's like more that like b-list like characters and stuff like some of the like lesser known people of the universe i'm like okay this is kind of cool like to meet like some of them but like again if they're gonna launch this and they're gonna only have like those lists of heroes and the the data leaks of like you know everybody wants to play t'challa um, and he's going to be like a DLC character and, and kind of goes with what JG said, this whole live service thing. It's like all these things combined together. Just, just, they just, I just smell like BS is about to happen. So, and Spider-Man, the whole Spider-Man thing is a whole other, like, you know, I'm, I don't want really that crazy, like upset about it, but even still like that, you know, that pissed people off too. So, yeah. You know? I almost turned the game off right at the beginning of the demo when you get to play as Thor. That's the first character you get to play as in the beta. And there was a moment where like there was a soldier with a gun standing on top of a car. And like I tried to jump up and hit him and I couldn't. And I'm like, okay, so he can't jump and like climb on the car. Like he can't fly. Like this nigga is he's a god. And literally, he literally was like a foot above me. I'm like, I can't just float and then hit him. And then people in the chat like they got they gotta do it for balance. They gotta do this thing is a god. Fuck balance, bro. You could do that shit in Marvel Ultimate Alliance. There's characters that can fly around and shit. Like I'm not talking about flying to the top of the damn level, but like Thor should be able to float. Like I'm I, I don't know. Like did you get to the co-op parts, the parts like where it was actually like go out on like several different missions to try out like the loop of the game. Did you try those? Yeah, I got. I I'm not gonna lie. I turned it off when I got to the Kamala Harris Hulk part. I I was so fucking bored. I turned that shit okay, off. Yeah, so like after that there's a whole part where they give you like several like variety missions of like what you get like kind of like a destiny thing where it's like you look at the, the table and you could pick missions to go on and mm -hmm. and like you pick a co-op partner and you're like you pick four players and you guys can all go into there and then in those areas um that's where i think it's like they they kind of messed up is because that intro sequence is like it's very scripted it's very uh misrepresentative of like what the bigger experience will be like when you're playing with your friends because in those scenarios like 
it is like a full I, I was actually surprised it's like almost like a semi open world in those like levels where like you can jump on top of buildings you can like spot, swing swing from like building to building and stuff like it's way more like open and you can fly around and stuff as like tony so like those parts i'm like why didn't you show this stuff instead of like the a-day sequence so the a-day sequence makes you think like oh my god it's like linear as hell like there's like you know there's no space there's no movement i can't even climb stuff but then when you get to the co-op parts then like now you're just like oh okay this is kind of what i expected it to be like but even still like the stuff you're doing in those levels defend, still, it like, was a defend the computer mission yeah it's like go to the it's destiny stuff it's like go to the defend the, defend this uh area and then it goes to like oh like wipe out all the enemies in this area it, it's just like yeah what you expect from like looter shooter like activities like nothing really like crazy deep <laughs> yeah it's why i'm like am i interested in this like what are you trying yeah. to do are we trying to give us like marvel raids like is that it, it and i just i'm not a fan of this like i just want a story experience like it doesn't have to be you know super linear but i was not expecting you know harm missions and and these type of co-op missions i thought it was just going to be just the story which is co-op like if you want to pop in pop out gameplay and then you choose whatever hero that you want so i'm getting a totally different experience and like i said i don't see myself like having a lot of fun with this and, and i'm on the same boat as tba so like if i get it for free i'm gonna play it but if i don't like i i, I don't think i will be spending my hard-earned money for this do you think you can play with four, four friends or something like that do you think the game that's the only way i can see it being fun like but the thing is like anything is fun when you play with friends so it makes the game yeah. bad <laughs> yeah. uh mm. i i would be shocked if this game gets anything higher than a six the only way it could get higher than a six is if the story's fire then maybe a seven but yeah i would be super shocked if it got higher than a seven like it was really just meh it was it was mid is the best way to describe it um yeah they just really have to fix that optimization like they don't have too much longer that's why i'm really worried yeah speaking of optimization let's talk about uh apex season six it just launched um new character that game you said what <laughs> you losers still play that game <laughs> you, pay, you, you pay 15 dollars a month to play an mmo you're a fucking nerd and, I, and, I, and guess what my game's optimized <laughs> yeah it only took them like five years to fix the game get out of here uh <laughs> fucking apex season six launch new character rampart she has a turret as her alt she also can drop shields that amplify the damage on her guns and when she has, carries lmg she carries more ammo as well as uh she reloads faster it's a passive so that's the new character um they made changes to the map um and to was a world's edge and they also made changes to the meta um now there's crafting in the game when you run around there are like these these crates all around the map and you pick them up and they give you points and then you can cash those points in at computer stations that are littered all throughout the map and you can use those to craft whatever you want uh shield upgrades weapons ammo there's like a daily weapon uh high level weapon that you can craft um the the counter to that though is like whenever you use the computer it gives away your location so people might pull up on you um and then also they made changes to the shield meta you now drop with a level zero evo shield uh everyone has an evo shield basically and whenever you find a shield like let's say you kill a team if they had a purple on you it'll be a purple evo shield and then you can upgrade it to a red uh, and then they change like some properties on the gold stuff so those are like some of the big meta changes um in season six how you feeling about it jay I'm actually kind of digging it. Um, I think the only negative is I wish that they would have had the uh, a new map already, but it's fine. Like I'm okay with the changes that they made to World's Edge, and uh, I'm actually you know not really upset at them deciding after we basically beta tested it with all of the um, 
the LTM events that they did over the past couple of months with the whole shield thing. I, I'm not upset that, um, you know, they at least gave everybody a shield or at least like, you know, if you fight, then you end up getting your shield and everything is an Evo shield. You can find better Evo shields throughout the map um, or you can just, you know, just level yours up throughout uh, actual gameplay. Um, as far as the crafting thing, like I said, it's, it's hit or miss. Like, I don't mind it being there, but at the same time, like, it's it's just like, it. I, I'm not understanding why they decided to add that part. But like I said, it's it's like, really, I don't really care whether it's there or not. Um, and, uh, you know, the Volt is cool. Um, it's definitely has a lot of recoil, though. <laughs> uh, so you actually put some uh, some attachments on there and they ended up vaulting the R99. Then it becomes a straight back. laser. Yeah, and once they do that, it becomes a straight laser. But like I said, I'm most happy that they put the devotion back because that was my favorite LMG. That was actually one of my favorite guns, period. And that gun still freaking melts. So I'm happy with that. Uh, as far as Rampart is concerned, Rampart is weak, bro. Like Rampart is extremely situational. They're going to have to buffer. And I usually never say that, but they're probably going to have to buffer just like they did for Revenant and his old too because her shields are weak, even though she can put out three at a time. Her shields are super weak. So if someone catches you while you're trying to like throw that up, they're gonna destroy it immediately. Her uh her ults, which is her mini gun, it takes forever to bring out. And like anything that's like further than like 10 feet, it seems like like just forget about it. You're not gonna hit anybody. So like they're gonna have to do some things with uh with her, but she's just extremely situational. You really just gotta camp or be in very, very close quarters, like in buildings and like set up shop, then you can destroy somebody. But for now, like, she's not my type of character. So they're going to have to make some changes for her for sure. But uh, overall, man, I think that this season is it's definitely better than season five. Because season five was kind of just like a waste. Um, like, uh, Lobo was cool, but the statistics are saying that people aren't even playing with her. And she's not my type of character either. Just not for my play style. She's cool on paper, but uh, they're going to have to... Well, they did make some changes with her too. Um, and they ended up, you know, buffing some characters and nerfing some, but they did a lot of a lot more buffs than they did for nerfs character-wise. And then with some of the guns, they buffed some and, and nerfed some. Well, I think overall season six is cool, but uh, I'm waiting on that that uh, crossplay. I think that's that's gonna really make me excited. But season six, you know, so far better than season five. Uh, I like the crafting system just because I, I mainly use it to upgrade armor and then like ammo. There's a lot of times where like I'm low on ammo, and so. It's, it's nice to be able to just go to the computer and get ammo for the gun that you want. Um, the changes to the shield, uh, first impressions, we'll see how I feel at the end of the season, but right now I'm okay with it. It feels like there's no excuse because everybody has a good shield now pretty much. Uh, so it comes down to like gun skill. I think what they could do to balance things out is they need to nerf that vault. Because once you do have the attachments on it, everybody turns into Steph Curry. I'm getting lasered across the fucking map with that shit. That shit needs to get nerfed a little bit. They need to add some more recoil to it with the attachments. Because uh, that weapon's just a little too good. But uh, overall, I, I do enjoy the season. I didn't like Rampart, though. I agree with you. She's, she's weak. You throw down her shield. And if you throw it down in front of people, it'll instantly explode when they shoot at it. That shit's weak as hell. And like you said, the alt... I, I, I learned this the hard way. I had somebody rushing me down in a narrow hallway and like they were like 10, 15 feet away. I was like, I'm about to throw this all and mow their ass down. That shit took like fucking a whole hour for her to get on the turret. And then I was literally screaming, shoot, shoot. And it would not shoot like she has to set her feet and get at the right. And I was like, bro, uh, -uh I, yeah, I don't I don't really like Rampart like that. And I was it's crazy, too, because I was worried with the trailer. I was like, yo, she's like she's going to be broken. It's actually quite the opposite. She's weak as hell. Uh, I went right back to playing caustic. I was like, 
Yeah, she might be good in rank because people camp, so she has time to uh, set up her shit. But like just in casual play, nah, she doesn't really work that well. Um, my main complaint is optimization, though, and I think that's why I brought up uh, that in like COVID. I think that's kind of affected the development of Apex because like it was a bitch to even try to download this game. I had to uninstall the whole game to just to up install the update. I mean, lucky I got gigabyte internet, so it wasn't that big a deal. It was five minutes, but um fucking I, I ran into this glitch and a lot of people did where like they couldn't even update the game it kept saying 40 gigabytes but the actual update's only 10 gigabytes so then i had to uninstall the game and put it back in and then like the, i know the game's been crashing for a lot of people i personally have not had any optimization issues but i've been in a lot of streams where like the game crashed on them people are having issues so it seems like there's a little bit of lack of polish there compared to previous seasons and like i mean that's COVID, so just be aware of it but for the most part i do like the changes that they've made and um if anything i really hope that they have more limited time events this season because last season i think there was literally one for season five like we need at least like three or four of them things where the skins at bro where the cool modes at like don't just let it sit there uh because uh it got boring season five definitely got boring uh ethos doesn't play this game because he plays 15 dollars a month to play his game so i guess we can i pay for good games <laughs> that's crazy man I, I don't i don't understand how ethos just like instantly turned into a freaking uh apex hater this man was jabby the game getting platinum all that he was kind of working remember remember ethos was also hyper thought, hyperscape what happened to that I game thought, well i already said that game was trash now me and jg have all heard that come on now come on we've already, we've already i played that shit the other day i was like because i had a bounty that shit sucks man. me and jg have both already we've already said this on the podcast about why we don't like hyperscape no more they they fucked it up with the time that's my first that was my first time playing it since the technical test and they updated yeah, no. it. i was in genuine shock i was like what did they do yeah, to this game literally yeah you literally can feel the game is now worse off that's like, crazy that even you felt it and you said you haven't played yeah, it since the tech test the time to kill was way too long so like i was chasing people all across. it was boring i'm like bro can i get a fucking kill like it makes me feel like i'm trash because it took funny so thing is they said they boosted the time to kill like yeah, they, they did the die <laughs> yeah they did yeah they, they did, did. That's it. but it still feels like it takes longer to kill people fuck that game bro this shit sucks bro yeah i agree it doesn't feel good and i'm really disappointed in ubisoft because like i really felt like it could have been my favorite new battle royale game and it was when the time it came out like jg saw like we was murking people and then all they did was a, a little tweak and then next thing you know it was just like we can't play this game dog i'd be surprised if that game makes it to season three they I'd be season one. yeah and no, i'm not gonna lie like unless like they honestly they got to change the time to kill and some other things but if they don't do those things and start like really pushing out some unique more unique stuff like uh, it's gonna die really like before the end of this year it's a no for me dog it's a no for me uh let's talk about a game that just came out kind of under the radar well not under the radar uh it was recently announced like last month or something like that but uh adult swim just published published a new game samurai jack what's the subtitle samurai jack what something battle, battle through time battle through time it's available on all platforms published by adult swim it's an action adventure game uh kind of the gist of it is um what's the name samurai jack he him and a coup are at it again and uh he thinks that he's about to slay a coup finally but a coup makes him go through like i guess the greatest moments uh of in the history of the show and he has to kind of relive them and uh figure out what's going on um how you feeling about this one uh jg i'm actually pleasantly surprised more for the amount of depth that the game has like you have a lot of different weapons that you can grab you have different skill trees and I think that 
for me initially coming in thinking it was just going to be like a, a basic hack and slash game um to like actually seeing like everything that you can possibly get like i think that's the most important part uh for me that makes me like all right like i'm i'm more intrigued to play through it um the but the uh the combat is decent um again like once you end up getting more of the upgrades and it becomes a, a better type of situation and the weapons too um i think that the gameplay style as far as like how it looks it's nice like you're actually like you know in the cutscene, like you're watching like the actual cartoon i thought that was cool for like the intro and whatnot uh, but i do like the art style the art style is really nice um i like all the the voice acting the voice acting was on point uh, a lot of people just felt like you know they were watching the actual cartoon when i was playing it last night so i think that they did a really really good job with that uh, I hate that like I actually need to like go back and watch Samurai Jack because I felt like I feel like I didn't know shit <laughs> like playing the game again. Although a lot of people were like, oh yeah, well this happened and this happened and this happened. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, like I forgot. I didn't watch the new stuff. season, so yeah, I didn't know some of the new stuff. Like I was like, who's this chick with the haircut? I didn't know who yeah. that was. Yeah, it was a lot of people who I just like forgot about or I just didn't know because I didn't I didn't watch the latest stuff. Um but I think overall, like it's a nice little like pull-up game. It's nothing too serious, but I think that it has enough depth to keep you intrigued uh the one negative that i will say and i have no idea why they added this to the game like this is the worst mechanic ever don't put this in your game if you're playing uh if you're making any type of action adventure game it's weapon durability i don't know why this game has weapon durability as soon as i found it out i was like oh hell no nah. like come on now like just just give me the weapon and just yeah my bow and arrow broke it. in the middle of a boss fight i was like nah, yeah please. i was i was like come on man like you ain't gotta do this to me so i think that's like one of like my glaring negatives about like the entire game um but i played like i maybe got like a few hours into it and i'm going to continue to play it i, I think it's a it's a cool game and a lot of people seem to like it uh when they were watching me play so i, I think it's nice it, it's a nice little game uh you know it's funny i was saying on stream that like some of my favorite games this year have been like b because i would consider this like a b tier game it's not triple a but it's not like a shitty little hipster indie game either it's like somewhere in the middle it's like a decent quality game Mm -hmm. uh and like i was i was generally surprised by it. like that the destroy all humans remaster and like the spongebob game like it's not like super huge games but like they're simple fun and that's what i would how i kind of would describe this um there is more depth it has a large skill tree but at the end of the day it's still a hack and slash game with like a parry and stuff but i i, I enjoy it for what it is it owns it, it feels like an old school kind of like ps2 type gamecube action adventure game but it owns it it's not trying to pretend like it's anything more than that and i can appreciate that and also like this game is actually really optimized i was surprised on pc it, it runs buttery smooth uh yeah. it's way more fluid especially after playing it was it was really nice i played this after i played the avengers beta last night and it was with, like the way jack moves it's way, much more like smooth like okay i was like okay adult swim i see y'all okay i got a decent little game or whatever but um yeah don't go into this thinking like it's gonna be some mind-blowing experience like it is what it is it's like a game made for samurai jack fans hack and slash with like a skill tree there's a little bit of exploration because there's items to collect and stuff um but it, it, it's simple fun i like it for what it is and it's only 40 dollars. like i personally feel like the industry needs more games like this like everything doesn't never... have to be some spectacle 60 dollar game make some cheaper games like i said destroy all humans was only 30 bucks like this is only 40 and like and i thoroughly i'm thoroughly enjoying like both of these games like i, I, I don't need the avengers gonna be 60 dollars and that shit don't even fucking work so crazy bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you think about it that's crazy look at all that money that's probably being poured into the avengers and like just compared to those women making a samurai jack game and you know reviving that and a lot of people like seem to enjoy it so i think it's cool 
sometimes the best art comes from limited resources because when you when you have limited resources you're forced to work with what you have and make the most of it and i think an example of that is uh like the mandalorian like uh the budget wasn't on the scale of like the movie so they were forced to work with what they had uh and it, it forced more character development and world building um and that show i thoroughly enjoyed the mandalorian way more than what was that dog shit the last one uh rise of skywalker yeah rise of the shit walker like <laughs> i thoroughly enjoyed the mandalorian more and it's like sometimes less is more and uh, i think that's samurai jack is dope it's 40 dollars. it's cool uh did you play this ethos no i did not but i want to really bad because I, I was a huge samurai jack fan so i'll probably play it eventually when i get some time it's fan service yeah. yeah yeah it's probably exactly what i'm talking i'm the, probably the target audience <laughs> so i was like yeah <laughs> um what's the next so yeah uh definitely check it out if you got if, you, if you're looking for something to play i always say the most masculine thing a man can do is take care of his hygiene i mean how can you take care of someone else if you can't take care of your own but the reality is walking up and down the aisles of your local store can be confusing i know it was for me at one time it was tons of brands but you're really not sure what to choose the worst offenders are the skincare products It's nothing but words of things you'd never heard of on the bottle that was me at one point until i started asking the women in my life what i should try i think back and i wasted so much time so i won't waste yours i recommend today's sponsor hawthorne hawthorne is a hygiene brand tailored towards men they carry all types of products such as cologne soaps lotions deodorants hand creams and more and the best part is all you have to do is fill out their two minute quiz on their website and they'll suggest the products that fit your lifestyle i love that their colognes come in a set of two one for work and another for play that versatility allows you to be dynamic at every social event research has shown that women's sense of smell is stronger so it makes sense that they tend to compliment me more at social events y'all should see the smile on my girl's face when i say i'm about to put on some hawthorne things went from oh babe you should try wearing cologne more often i really like cologne to oh uh let's go somewhere nice so you can rock that hawthorne and the best part is that you can try hawthorne free Hawthorne provides free shipping and free returns, so what do you have to lose? Open your web browser on your computer or your phone's web browser and head on over to hawthorne.co, and that's Hawthorne with an E, and use code GI at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. Again, that's hawthorne.co, and use code GI at checkout for 10% off your first purchase. Does anybody want to talk about Fall Guys? I don't know. No, I don't care about that pedal game. Yeah, I don't care. Either. <laughs> I agree for pedophiles. I agree. <laughs> I mean, we can. We I'm can just kidding. I'm, I'm in chat. I'm just. Kidding. Yeah, we can at least mention it. Has anybody yeah. even played it? I don't. Think uh, yeah, I played it. it. That shit oh, sucks, play bro. That shit sucks. Did Why does it, it suck? Why does it? Suck? It's it's just I. I... <sighs> Listen, like somebody was like, who is it? Like shy in the chat was like, oh, you don't like party games? I was like, no, I love Mario Party. This shit is just too cute and annoying to me. Like niggas running around with fucking furry outfits. <laughs> <laughs> the music, like it's just, eh. and then the physics of the game. I don't get it. I feel like it's another case of like, it's free to play. So everybody can play it. It's, it's up to like 66 people, I think in a lobby or something like that. It's just something for people to do during COVID, but I don't think it's a very good game. I don't. I don't do you I don't think get it's it because do you think like the game blew up the way that it did because it's uh COVID and everybody's at home they have nothing to play so they're like well let's just try this out I don't know like how it blew up like that like it's actually yeah. pretty it's actually pretty amazing like shout out to Devolver like somehow some way they always get that one game that is just like it just freaking blows up so I'd I know they're just like, rolling uh, it though bro that's like every game this year though like Valorant did the same thing right like they didn't come out like everyone was like oh this fucking came out of nowhere and everyone was just all fucking hyped about it right like the same thing uh, no, that's Valorant a had a machine there's... behind it yeah they, they not... had a machine they're gonna play it regardless 
You said what? There's no machine behind Fall Guys? I didn't think so, no. Other than the fact that it's free to play? No. That was all word of mouth. Let me tell you something about about marketing like there always is like there's no such thing nowadays about like a game just oh this just came out of nowhere and everyone was like like i promise you like if you check the history of however the fuck fall guys became popular i bet you it had to do with some marketing some sort of influencer call like mm-hmm. it has to be some big because like small games really don't out of nowhere become popular it's because somebody of influence talked about it spread it played it and then everyone else was like oh this game was fun like I, that uh what's that game that gypsy's trying to give me to play um oh, oh man uh, among us uh, among us yeah yeah that among us thing i was like okay like that's the same thing right like that game came out years ago and all of a sudden now it's like really popular i see multiple people playing it. it's like because you know, like twitch streamers and some other people are playing it, and everyone's like oh i've never heard of those games before. okay so, i mean i'll i'll give you i could be wrong i mean they, i mean they have probably... no proof on whether or not they were paid though yeah, they probably interest. did get some yeah. influencers, but yeah. I still, I still would argue that like I, just me personally, besides yeah. like any influencer that they might have reached out to, because like even you know we even got the emails about it, um, and I was oh, like, you I don't, guys were paid, don't I didn't you? get paid. They oh. were just like, no. we fucked the wall. We're important. Bro. We're on their PR list. We're important. Extremely <laughs> 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 devolver. Like I said, they they mess with us heavy, but like I wasn't interested to play it. I just didn't think that it was. You know, it was that type of game that I would enjoy, and then all of a sudden I see Siggy playing it and talking about people grabbing his ass and stuff. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you wallet right now. I see Ace playing it, and I'm just like, I, I mean, like, it's cool. Like, it got so big. That I mean, you had it's a, a freaking fun game, right? It has to be like a fun game for people to do that. Right? It's obviously fun. It's fun yeah. and frustrating. So frustrating that you have like people like, huh? Didn't flock like it too? No, he he didn't like it. He was playing with me. He didn't like it at all. Oh, okay, I thought you. No, know, there you go. But yeah, like it's it's. It's gained so much traction that you have like a, a freaking Tim the Tatman win watch. Like that's that's crazy. Like ESPN was tweeting like it was so many people that were behind that whole that, movement. That's clout and, chasing. But Fall Guys ate it up though. Like they were like, okay, like this you well, have one of the biggest trends. It's on their Twitch. game, but I'm talking about everybody else was clout chasing. Yeah, I mean they have really good. Uh, they had a really good community. Like I was watching. Like they even interact with like CD Projekt Red for Cyberpunk. Like like and, and they talk back and forth about like, oh, we should collab. Can you put a Fall Guy in Cyberpunk like in this yeah. part? Yeah. Like it's crazy. Like they just like every company knows. Like okay, we have to interact. Like Kool Aid guy was interacting with the game. Like it, it's, like everybody is like embracing. Everybody's well, yeah. embracing the game. Like another phenomenon. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, but it's a kids game. It has that Fortnite allure to it. You know, like kitty. You know, yeah, I think it's like a kids game and it's free to play. That's what it's it's yeah, Fortnite. but adults are but adults are playing it and it just like. And they're so playing, and they're super competitive, like for this game, which is like I, I didn't see it being that type of thing. <laughs> yeah, I see the game has hackers too. I was like, yeah, okay. Oh, and so, yeah, they, when they told me that, I was like, wow, really? What a bunch of losers. It's funny too. Like, just it's a BR game. I, I mean, I, I know that it was a party game, but yeah, like since it has people just dropping in, they're like, oh, it's a battle royale game. I was like, all right, cool. I, I just wasn't expecting it to be like that. I, I didn't understand the premise at first. And now, like, now that I see people playing, I'm like, well, y'all are, like, really serious about this. Yeah, fucking uh, games for pedophiles. All guys wouldn't be me. And, uh, that actually leads into the next conversation, too, because I don't know if you've seen the clip that was floating around. It first went viral on TikTok. There was this this guy basically complaining. It actually has to do with Fall Guys. He was complaining that there's too many tryhards in Fall Guys. And ba- if you didn't see the video, I linked it on the show notes. But the gist of it is, is like he was saying that the Fall Guys has only been out a week and the game is full of tryhards. They're ruining the game. He just wants to have fun. And tryhards are ruining all games. Uh, so this turned into like a big ass debate on Twitter. Are tryhards ruining games? How y'all feel about that? 
as the resident tryhard of GI, I will say that that dude is wrong and he's an idiot, but whatever. <laughs> I, I thought it was funny that he was complaining at a Fall Guys. Yeah. So I like Red took a fucking kids game. Why are you so hurt? <laughs> are you hurt over like I go the same logic and say why are you upset about a it's a it's a game, bro? It's a, like a child's game. Like why are you getting upset about that? Some of the people want to be good at it, whatever. Oh my god! I can I can understand both sides because yeah, it's definitely a kids game. Like out of all the games that you are upset at, why Fall Guys? It, yeah. yeah, like when you when you get to the like the the generalization of you you being mad at Fall Guys, it's kind of an issue. But if we're talking about like the overall spectrum, yeah, I can see why. Like people who just try extremely too hard and like you're just trying to have fun um and and like they're just like you're just getting you know super tryhards in every single game that you play and you're like damn like uh, why do i even want to play this game anymore like i'm just trying to like have fun and like pop song or something and, and i got like super competitive people that end up in my lobbies every single time and they're just destroying me and i'm not having fun because i'm not winning uh yeah i mean it would like have a damper on your overall gaming experience for that game and possibly other games too but you already know what the response is going to be. Get oh, good. Okay. I sure was about to say that. So get good, bro. Like this is the result of everybody gets a trophy society we live in now, bro. Like yeah. I, I just want to have fun. The reality is, you would have fun if you were. What what it really comes down if we break down, there's too many tryhards on the game. What that comes down to is you just want to win. The reality is, you know, deep down, you're not good enough, so you're gonna blame the tryhards just get good what the fuck are we talking about here dog? like if you really enjoy the game that much you would get better i mean you see it with me uh most of the time i don't give a fuck about most multiplayer games again as long as i'm like halfway decent so i'm not the worst uh, uh ngi like that i'm cool with that but if i genuinely, <laughs> <laughs> if, if i genuinely like a game it'll inspire me to get good at it but it's like if you claim to like this game then why don't you just get fucking good and co- that's why you don't ever hear me complain but like i don't give a fuck about this game fuck y'all dog like people <laughs> <laughs> think i'd be lying about that shit did he even say he was like oh that's why i don't play video games anymore because it's like everyone's try hard and it's stuff such a bitch ass up there like what are we talking yeah. about you don't even play games yeah. Yeah, so that's that's pretty crazy. But like I said, there's a difference between like tryhards and super competitive people and just people who are straight up cheating. Because yeah, cheaters oh, yeah, cheaters yeah, are you can complain story. about hackers. Yeah. yeah, no, you complain about those and it would make you not want to play again. That's why I didn't play Warzone for a while because I'm like, yo, the hackers are just they're going rampant. Like it gets to a ridiculous point where you can't do anything. So a situation like that, yeah, absolutely I'm gonna complain and like I'm just not gonna play it, just gonna make me not want to play that. that Hyperscape got them too. Hyperscape does die them. I, I saw them hacks too. Them, them hacks are ridiculous in that game too. Shooting you from like, a it's, mile it's ridiculous. Away yeah, when you got people like that, then of course, like it makes you not want to play anything. Yeah, but nah, like, you talking about try hard, bro? Nah, you you just be a crybaby. <laughs> Sorry, you be yeah. a crybaby. Do you not try hard like in real life? Like in the in the reality is in this world, there will be winners and losers. Pick which side you want to be on. The winners ain't making videos crying about a a fucking kids game, fucking Barney Simulator. They're just trying way too hard, bro. You sound like a fucking loser. Anyway. Barney Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that shit is. That shit is for little kids, bro. Anyways, um, let's move on to the news section of the podcast. The biggest story of like the last couple weeks is Goliath versus an even bigger Goliath. Fucking Epic Games is taking on Apple in a lawsuit. So for those of you unaware, let me give a quick summary. So in order to get your game or app on the Apple or Google store, 
uh, and do in-app purchases, those two respective app stores take 30% profit. So whenever uh, Fortnite would get some V-Buck sales on the Apple or the Google store, Apple and Google would take 30% of those profits. Or uh, Apple, Epic doesn't like that. So what they decided to do is they tried to circumvent it and they allowed users to be able to divide V-Bucks directly through their store instead of through Apple. And if you did, you would get a discount. Apple doesn't make any money and that really upset them as well as Google. Um, so Apple's response and Google's response was they removed Fortnite from their respective app stores. And within the hour, magically, Epic Games had like a 20 page lawsuit ready for Apple and Google. So now they're at war, then they released, they released this whole Fortnite 1984 uh, commercial uh which which spoofed the original apples 1984 talking about you know how the man is trying to control everything and people monopolies and so basically they're now at war um this this is still an ongoing story so we don't we don't know how this is going to play out but um i'm going to actually throw it to our residential game developer to see how we that. feel about <laughs> the, uh the fortnite versus apple oh f- hashtag free fortnite that's the thing they're doing they're doing an event and they're selling hats now too um all, all, yeah you didn't know that yeah, yeah they're doing they're doing an event and they're selling they're selling merch hashtag free fortnite so it was obviously in my opinion at least very uh premeditated but how you feeling about this ethos um I don't know. Um, like one side of me feels that like this is just two like millionaire, million trillion um, nair companies that are just fighting. It's for literally each other a billionaire over. versus a trillionaire. Yeah, trillionaire fighting it for like company thing. The only thing is, is that like me from like who I am and like what I'm like, basically like from my perspective, it's best and like a game developer's perspective, it's best if Apple, I mean not Apple, if uh, Epic wins this lawsuit, because if they win this, there's a lot of good implications implications that come with that, like just developers getting more money in general and like the 30% cut, which I'm not gonna lie, is like, it, it, it's kind of really bullshit. Like when you think about it, like that's 30% of their cut. And uh, like a lot of game developers have like, they've publicly like put out some numbers to help like explain why this is like a big deal. Like from their side is that, um, which a lot of gamers don't see, which is like the actual like market merchant, like fees and stuff that actually go into it. So when you're paying for like certain DLC or stuff like that on their marketplaces where it's like, oh, you know, I'm only paying like $10 for DLC for this skin or something like that. Like what the development company actually gets their hands on actually ends up being something like $4. Like it's not even as much as, you know, you it's, think it's, they- it's a lot so, of money too. like, just to like put it yeah. in perspective for people. Like a I know lot. for like, like Hollywood and like uh, sports, like the average uh, rate is like 10 to 15% for like representation, 20 yeah. like max, uh, 20. 30%. Let's say like, let's say a game makes a million dollars. That means Apple gets 300 thousand dollars of your money that's money that could be used to pay staff or go back into your that's a lot of fucking money uh so yeah my that's bad go ahead. no no but i mean that that's basically it right like what we're talking about is like there's a boatload of money of like um of like just money that's just getting left on the table to like apple for just saying that like oh okay well you have our you know are your game on our store right and there but the thing is that you don't understand it is like they're just, they're already making like a boatload of money off of that like off just just putting it there and then on top of that if there's fees for getting your sort of like your your game or your whatever application onto that store like i know steam does like steam does the same where it's like 30 percent um i mean not 30 percent uh well they do the 30 percent thing but on top of that there's like a price you have to pay just to get your game on the store so like there's that type of pricing um and this kind of goes into like 
well, if I need to make money, like with microtransactions for my game, um, you know, there's fees for like that actual transfer of money. Like you have to have a merchant that like actually controls like, oh, right, you, they give you their credit card information and then they take the money out. And then there's a fee out of that for that transfer that they're paying for, for that service. So like there's a bunch of services inside of these services that are like pulling money out. And then when you look at it at the end of the day, like developers aren't even really even getting close to 50% of that like total transaction money. Like when you go through like all the math and you, you divvy it all up, the actual profit they make is really small. So like there's a big argument. I know like people argue and say, well, it's a triple A game. They don't, they already make like a whole lot of money. Like, so. So, like there's a lot of big <laughs> arguments with like indie games and like smaller games where it's just like, if they had those extra funds, if they had the extra money, like certain games would be able to get more content. Like certain games would be able to like keep their games going for longer if they had if they were actually able to like make a profit because the thing you have to understand is that like a lot of games have to hit a certain threshold of like a, a profit margin and like if your margin is automatically being destroyed by a 30 percent cut and on top of that stuff less games succeed at the margin point that a lot of companies publishers want and then that's why you don't get sequels for those games that's why you don't get you know uh, uh extended support for them so if epic wins this then that means that like a lot of those smaller games a lot of those games that necessarily like they the margins for them to be quote-unquote successful reduce and that means that like we can potentially get more games that are funded get more games that like we really like that just didn't get like a i sure was about to say that yeah because that means so they have more money to invest in themselves yeah like i can't see why any gamer who actually like tries to understand this would want to like want apple to beat epic unless like you're like one of those people who just hates epic because epic game store bad ea you know uh epic games bad uh AAA game bad uh i hate gaming now bad chinese spyware like that those are the only people who probably like without like actually looking at the legal documentation behind this um like they're, they're gonna be those type of people but like at the end of the day the thing you have to understand is that like there's a lot of other like there's a lot of levels to this i highly recommend that like i started reading a little bit of the uh lawsuit and i haven't gone through all of it yet but um a lot of people are like, oh, Epic's, Epic's in trouble. Like, no, Epic's not even in trouble. Like, I, I've said this, even I tweeted this. Tim Sweeney's been shit-talking Apple on Twitter for, like, six months. Like, for the past, like, six months about how shitty their practices. You can see them on Twitter themselves. Um, this was literally, like, a bait. Like, at, uh, Epic set this up from the beginning. It's like what you said, TBH. Like, how do you have a 20-page, like, lawsuit ready to go the moment it happens? It's it not like Apple. Uh, yeah, they were they baited Apple into this because they wanted to have a legal precedence of, uh, what is it called? Um... Uh, what is the anti uh, anti competition? And if app if if, uh, if um, Epic wins this argument, which is what Tim Sweeney seems to be like, his whole like crusade has been about. Um, it causes huge legal implications across the board for like everything across the board. Where a lot of these like high big companies like Google and, and like Apple and stuff like that, who like have these like huge like storefronts. And they're charging like the people to use those storefronts like an absorbent amount of money where a lot of other industries don't even charge it close to 30 percent it's like really it's a lot of our like industry digital entertainment industry what you're going to see is like a lot of things can change now i know some people will be like well it won't matter because it's not like game developers are going to lower their prices of like dlc now because of this like things like yeah of course but what you're going to get for that is they're going to get higher profit margins which means they're going to get more support for the games which means you're going to get new games and more games are going to get funded because the profit margin will be easier to obtain so I see this as like a win. Like if Epic, like I see no positive like aspect of Apple winning that like helps you as a consumer. Like there's no positive. That oh, I was gonna say I could see a real way because if they sign some type of contract uh, or like the terms of service says within Apple, you can't do that. And like that's them not honoring the contract. Because regardless, right. regardless of what you say, it is good for the consumer. What what Epic is trying to do, a contract is a contract, and you can't just do whatever you want. And that's why I said I. I, me personally, I feel like Epic might not win this one, but I think we'll they, I think they will. I think it will be close. I don't think it's going to be some like oh, 
Epic has no chance because you got to understand, like the legal, like the actual, like legal presence they have on this. Like they have some really, like I, I think I was like googling a couple of lawyers. Like we're talking like top, like antitrust, anti-competition lawyers that are on this case. I believe like there's actually a chance. And as you know how lawyers work, like they ain't gonna take a case that they don't think there's a chance they can even win it. So there's a belief that there's a chance that that they could strongly get out of this. And I granted, if they lose. Worst comes to worst, I think for Apple is maybe they have to pay, uh, I mean, not Apple. Worst comes to worst for Epic, it's not like this is gonna bankrupt them. I'm positive, like, worst comes to worst, they gotta pay Apple for, like, any of the funding that they got out of that, like, application that went out, circumvented the App Store, if that's the case. But then if what Apple would argue and say to their face and say, well, you're saying 30% because we're using your in-game microtransaction, you know, payment system in order to get that money. And that's why we need to pay you 30%, right? That would be the logic system. And so you have to, you, you know, if you use that system, you get to pay a certain percent. Okay, that's cool. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I'm using your system, I, I, I you know, to like get money out of the, out of the, your player base for the game. All right, so let me make a different one. Let me make one inside of my own game. So then I don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about that. And then we're all cool, right? No, bro, you're gonna have to use ours regardless. Oh, well, well, what doesn't that cause like anti-competition then? Like, don't you want to be more competitive? Uh, no, we're a monopoly. You're gonna have to do by our rules. Period. You know that, that that's where I could see the legal uh, argument. I, I say it this much: there's a reason why a lot of your favorite games are going to the Epic Game Store, and I think it's because Epic is treating them really w well. You know, the funny thing is, like, I'm at a point where like I use I I use the Epic Game Store more than Steam at this point. Uh, yeah. I have a lot of games on there at this point. Um, I'm, I'm actually looking. I don't know if y'all know, but Hitman 3 will be exclusive to the Epic, Epic yeah, Game Store for the, the first year. Store. Yeah, there's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah. And like, I can't get into like the very specifics of stuff. But like, what I can say is the reason why this stuff is happening is it's not they're stealing games or something. Like, it's not that craziness. It's simply that what's happening is, is that a lot of games that get them over to the edge of what they need, they need extra funding. And like, I'll give you an example. Hitman's a perfect example of this. This is why the Hitman argument's really good. Is that Hitman lost Square Enix. They're by themselves, they're on their own. So instead of going to a different publisher, and even they said this in their press release, Epic was like, here, we'll give you money. Just put your thing on our system and we're gonna give you like a boatload of money to help you like fund the game to make the game you want it to be. So like, I think like that's crucial. I I, I definitely have issues with like people like <clears throat> Borderlands, like grabbing up deals like that, where it was just like, bro, like you already got a publisher, you got boatloads of money and like, you're like taking even more money, which then, you know, the product you're gonna they get. They get the exclusive bag and they also yeah. get a higher profit margin. Cause I think uh, Epic only takes 10%, I believe. It's even lower. Like, like the whole argument people were like, well, Epic would, was gonna do this with EGS. It's like, no, it's not, it's ridiculous. Like if you actually look into it, um, Epic's like pricing is like 12%, which is like way more fair. I'd be more fine with like someone saying, well, give me 12% or 10%. I'd be like, okay, yeah, that's fine. That's fair. That's more than fair for like, you know, for using the service and something like that. But like 30% is like, in my eyes, is just fucking ridiculous. Um, but like, um, not only that on top of that, but if you're like, for example, if you're using their Epic, if you're using the uh, Unreal Engine, right? It goes even lower. Like there's even a point where you don't even have to pay royalties for the engine if you put your game on EGS. You're like, all right, you're gonna use our system and stuff like that. You're gonna support our ecosystem. You know what? Don't even pay us shit. Cause you're using like our products, you're helping support, you're making great games. Don't even pay anything for that. Like this is just stuff do that you like- think, Do you think the ultimate play is possibly they might come out with their own app store? Um. I mean, they did that for what, Google, right? Like, did, wasn't it not on the Google store? And you'd have to go through like some, because it was Google, right? You'd have to go through some third party. Um, yeah, like I'm saying coming out with the Epic Games app store for Google and Apple if possible. And like put like video games on that. Yeah. Um, I could see Tim Sweeney doing that. I don't know. 
again, like I, I, I mean, I can't think inside. Like I can go inside his brain and figure out exactly what his plan is. But like I, I could definitely see that as a possibility. But I don't really see that as an end game. So that's the problem. Like I have is very weird. Is like, I mean. I already have a distrust towards corporations because corporations only believe in the bottom line, which is like, how much money can we make? So obviously everything Epic is doing is obviously at the point that like, we're gonna get more money off this in game. Like that's the point. But like on top of that, what teams Tim Sweeney is like fighting against, like the crusade that he's on benefits other people. It's not just like, yes, Epic Games, it benefits Epic Games, but it also benefits a boatload of other people in the industry. And so like, there's this like weird middle ground that you're having with a corporation where it's like, you know, obviously they're working to like increase their profit margins and this helps Epic Games become even bigger, but it also helps a bunch of other people. So it's like reaching, you know, it's like going back to the hood and pulling people out of it with them. So I don't know. It, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I can't tell you what the end game is. Like maybe Tim Sweeney is being honest when he's saying that like he's doing this because like he really does believe in like open platforms and and get and like developers being able to put their games on whatever they want and being able to get fair pricing and fair like revenue for their games and not being like forced down by monopoly corporations like apple and google like that could be it um there could be like you know maybe there's a long game that tim sweeney's doing that we just don't know which is like he's planning on like launching his own app store or something like that so he wants to like you know you know thin out the competition or like affect the competition that could be another thing it's just like there's so many variables to it we just we just won't know until like time passes so. i think the irony of this all is epic games a major stakeholder in epic games is tencent so it's funny that the, the company that's owned by china is fighting for the consumer rights so uh, yeah but, maybe but tencent, tencent's not owned by uh i'm sorry epic isn't owned by tencent right they own like 40 like something percent don't they yeah but that doesn't that doesn't make you a majority shareholder so like no, but i'm saying like they own enough that they they, no, they, can... they don't no they don't they don't because if you if you look at like how companies work right with stock like siggy could tell you this like whoever has a majority their opinion goes through so like that whole idea that like tencent is low-key like i'm not gonna go into the conspiracy theory that <laughs> yeah. so, well i was gonna say the, the china yeah, yeah, yeah. i was actually to say yeah, the China China man is to take out. because I've, he's actually I've fighting people, for consumers yeah i've seen people go as crazy enough to say that like, use this crazy analogy that like because tencent owns 40 percent, they've uh twisted epic's arm into like making them do this legal play that could end up really good for them because if that happens then they take down uh two american companies that then help china like i've heard like some crazy ass conspiracies like that and it's like it's not even close it's as simple as like if you just actually know anything about business Tim Sweeney owns 50% of the of, of the Epic. That means he is the majority shareholder of Epic Games. I mean, his decision is what matters. They, they can, the 40%, the 30%, they can give their opinion. Tencent could say, oh, we'd like you to do that and that. But at the end of the day, Tim Sweeney is the majority. Like if Tim Sweeney lost his 50% to another person as well, and he became like a minority, then like there would be like a more of a, a, a battle play. But as long as Tim Sweeney owns 50% of the company, there's no, there's nothing Tencent can do except for like, we would like you to do this. And Tim Sweeney is like, yeah, no, go fuck yourself. Like, and there's nothing they could do about it. Like they'd have to like literally do like a hostile takeover and like obtain more shares and get over 50% before Tencent could ever like make Epic do anything. That's why like the whole argument about Tencent owning like 40% is like, it's pointless. It's it's just literally they do that so that they can make boatloads of money off of Epic Games. That's like it. I'm not right? watching DC fandom right now, but I'm on Twitter. It looks like they just announced a new Suicide Squad movie. It looks like a reboot. It's being- It, it pretty much is, is what they said. Yeah, James Gunn film. Yeah, there's a poster right now on Twitter. 
has oh, all the characters oh. on there. Yeah, I'm literally watching right now. And they had all the characters on uh, the yeah, roll call. So just, I see static shock trending. Hold on, hold on. So just just so anybody knows, uh, we're recording this while DC fandom is going on. So if we miss something in the podcast, we apologize. But we had to get this episode up. So maybe we'll talk about it if there's... Well, we're going to talk about one thing that was announced this morning. But, uh, if they announce yeah. the static shock thing, I'll lose my mind, dog. Yeah, we're not going to have all the DC fandom news for you on this episode. Anyways, um... It'll be interesting. Well, you got any hot I takes mean, on this, Jay? Oh, that, yeah, the that you know, I'll talk to talk for like 15 minutes about it. Um, one thing that I was interested about, and I guess I never really thought about, is the fact that they also take 30% off time for in-app purchases, especially like if because Fortnite is free. Like I can see, you know, if you're paying uh money for in-app on the Apple Store or Google Play Store, but all in-app purchases as well that was the one thing that kind of like just really struck a nerve but also the fact that you know apple is you know getting even more petty and they were like well we're going to take the developer tools you know off of off of uh your uh off of epic as well just cut your access so i'm like jesus and that really gives me the uh the thought that you know they might just end up uh deciding well we're just going to make our own app store uh, like you all mentioned i think that was really the nail in the coffin that you know might end up forcing epic to do that if they end up losing this i think if they end up winning then maybe they'll just you know just uh apple apple pay the money or whatever and then they'll just call it a day but i think if they don't and i think that it really just goes for more for the fact that you know apple has it in the terms of service i think that's really the the major play that kind of leads me towards like epic might end up losing but uh we'll see we'll see how this ends up but both sides are being petty i love it but hate it at the same time because i'm like just elbra is dead shot yeah well i think mm, Huh? Is I see a, a, maybe I'm wrong. Who the fuck is he what? supposed to be? What? Wait, is He's... that static on the poster in the middle? Oh no, Where? it's boomerang man. Another run. It looked like he had a lightning in the coat. No, look at the poster. It dead ass, and then I realized he got boomerangs in his hand. I was like, nice. Yeah. It looks like static with the coat, and then the lightning in the middle. At least it looks. Well, my boy Idris Elba's in this, and he, I guess he's Deadshot. So I mean, so he looks got, like Deadshot. I got Idris Elba, yeah. John oh Cena. They got they got a lot of people. They got a they got. Where John Cena? I can't see him on the, I can't see him on the poster. Where's he at? Ooh, he's on John Cena. He's there. No, oh, John Cena is there. I, I forgot what he is. That joke flew over y'all head. I couldn't see him on the poster. Whatever, bro. I didn't catch it. Anyway, let's move on. Oh, shit. Anyways, um, next piece of news. So, since we're actually talking about DC fandom, uh, what was announced right before we started recording the show is a new co op game from WB Montreal called Gotham Knights. It will star Batgirl, uh, Robin, uh, what's what's old boy, um, what's what's old gr- grown Robin's name? What's his name? Nightwing, and then uh, Red Hood. Uh, and it looks like uh, I, I don't know what the fuck you're doing in this game, but it looked fire. Um, so let's talk about that. Gotham Knights. How are we feeling about this, Jay? The gameplay that they revealed as well as the trailer this is a great surprise because this isn't even rocksteady like i didn't know that wb montreal was working on their own like batman game the fact that this is co-op even though it's two-player co-op i can deal with it it's fine um it looks really good well minus it i did see some frame rate skills but hopefully they you know end up fixing that but just from the gameplay trailer that we saw and the original trailer uh teaser trailer 
this game looks really good. I'm actually very, very happy that we're not playing Batman again. I was seeing people already on Twitter like, wow, why are we not playing the Batman? Why are we not playing the Batman? Like, I mean, he died or he faked his death. So, like, what? Why are you expecting to continue to play with him? Like, I have no problem. I've been wanting to play with Nightwing for a while. A hell of people have been wanting to play with Red Hood. Remember when we put that rumor of that Rocksteady was working on a Red Hood video game? Then, you know, everybody was uh, was all for that and actually, like, gained a lot of traction as well on our website. So, like, we're getting Red Hood now. So, are we still upset or no? Like, I don't I don't get it. Like, you wanted him and you now you... Red Hood and more. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and now you're upset, like, that that, they're, that he's there. So, like I said, I fucked with Red Hood. I fucked with Nightwing. Uh, and, and then, like, even Batgirl, like, because they showed a lot of a lot of scenes with her in the gameplay trailer. Like, it, she Batgirl was kicking ass, too. Like, everybody looked nice. So, I'm very excited about this. Because, like I said, it was a pleasant surprise. Like, I wasn't expecting WB Montreal to come with their own, you know, Batman game before we even see what Roxette is doing with Suicide Squad. So, and we're supposed to see that later on today. So, like, we, we got two games, and we don't know if they're both coming out next year. This one is supposed to be coming out in 2021. Uh, no date yet, of course, but then we got to see what Rocksteady is coming out with and whether they're going to drop theirs next year as well. What's the name? Uh, it was like, like, it looked really fire. Like, off rip, I was like, yo, this is going to be some funny ass streams because I was like, this looks like the Assassin's Creed game that should have been Unity because they were sneaking around on Ruse doing stealth shit together. That's going to be funny with playing with friends and shit. It's like, off rip, I'm excited about that. Um, my only concern is if you were paying attention to the gameplay, they had levels over their head, and I'm like, oh my god, is this another looter? Is this another looter shooter? Like, please just let it be skill based. I don't want to upgrade equipment and loot shoot. I just want to fucking sneak. Like, imagine sneaking around with your friends and you get caught because your equipment isn't high enough when you do your stealth attack, so you don't kill them. It's like, like fucking uh, some of the newer Assassin's Creed. That's just gonna be annoying. That's just gonna be fucking annoying. So that's my concern with it. Also, which Robin was that? Because Damien's the one that has the sword. Why didn't they pick Damien? I want to bust not, a nigga it's, head. It's, yeah, it's not Damien. It's Tim Drake, I think. I yes, it is. Better. I don't know. Nah, fuck that. I want to bust a nigga head with that sword, bro. Uh, yeah, why? Why didn't they do Damien? Um, and yeah, then he I, has the uh, the pole instead of this the sword. So yeah, that was like the worst one, wasn't he? The worst one. Uh, People like Tim Drake, apparently. I don't know why. Fuck that nigga. Uh, (laughs) I'm excited, though, to play uh, Red Hood, though, like shooting the guns and shit. That should look cool as hell. I'm I'm actually curious to see, do the character, does what character you play affect the story and, like, the dialogue? Because that would be fire. I guess we'll have to figure it out. But it is a drop in, drop out. So I don't know how the story is going to be. Like, are they going to force you to play with everybody? Um, or it's just you choose one character and then like whoever else drops in that they could just choose a character and they're basically just fighting with you and maybe some dialogue between those two but overall it's still your story your game I don't I don't know how they're going to do that I would assume they would do the former which is just have you play with everybody at one point but if one person can play with you throughout the entire story then that's not going to work so it, I think that's one interesting dynamic that we'll just have to wait and see how they end up playing uh, with that yeah um for all those crying about you don't get to play as batman like it was pretty obvious from the trailer batgirl's the leader of the team so there you go that's close enough uh, oh no woman she looked cool yeah, to me yeah like lit as hell yeah, let me get what y'all fucking what was about to say uh i'm curious to see what they do in terms of like what character are they going to add any new characters 
And also another reason I'm excited is too, because I feel like Batman uh, Arkham Origins was underrated. I feel like it got a lot of hate because I mean, I understand it was unnecessary and like they were just trying to cash in on the popularity, but I still put Arkham Origins above Arkham Knight. So I, I, I like WB Montreal. They had, they had some fire boss fights uh, and, and I, I'd compare them to the entire series Arkham Origins. So to me, based off that, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that Gotham Knights is going to have some fire boss fights, but now you can do it co-op and playing with friends. I'm just curious to see what they do new with the gameplay loop and do they enhance the uh the combat mechanics or will it be the same i hope they do something to, to twist up the formula and no batmobile no fucking batmobile no yeah. batman will take please no tank anyhow no, yeah, any yeah, no take those we, go ahead that's a no tank i don't want a tank yeah go ahead Jeff. we did have the uh we had the um she was riding on a bike though so yeah at least have one yeah. 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 like the one from was... uh the nolan films um was it the, the two-wheeler one but that shit was lit though. She ran on a bike and then just hopped up and ended up on the roof. And then your boy dropped down and like, it, like the sequences just look nice. It looked very fluid. But like I said, besides the little frame rate skip, so I, yeah, I, I definitely peeped that. I could like be oh, the could be the stream. I was like, oh god, yeah. I was like, I was like, y'all flesh it out because it's coming out next year, so y'all have time. The potential yeah, combos pulling up with like Robin, a bad girl kicking someone in the air and then using Red Hood to gun them down like Dante. That shit gonna be fire. I'm excited. Yeah, for it. I'm sorry. Am I the only one that like? doesn't care about like the the normal fight style that like rocksteady has essentially like perfected in these type of games you don't care like, if they I, tweak it or not no yeah i mean obviously like there's going to be some tweaks but like even if they didn't like i wouldn't care like i like i like the game for like the story and i feel like mm. since we're not playing with batman anymore like they're going to bring even different dynamics to the game like as far as like the overall that. combat style between you know the four characters so like yeah, I, I never really cared about it like i know a lot of people like oh man because you know they were kind of complaining you know about spider-man with that too uh but obviously spider-man could do a, a huge you know array of moves compared to batman so like it's still like it was similar in concept but it was still different type of combat and you had different type of gadgets and stuff so like at the end of the day i didn't really see that as being the same so so like i feel like it'll be the same way with this even if the combat style is you know is based off of what rocksteady perfected it's still going to be different yeah i feel that uh you kind of are just playing for the story i'll say this though one more kind of like critique i really hope they make some edits to like gotham like they don't just reuse assets create some like new air interesting areas in the city because i don't want to like be flying around and sneaking around it's the same exact fucking city like let's see how like you know i remember how like in arkham city they shut off a certain part and it looked completely different because it was a jailhouse like uh like how's that gonna work i'm curious the actual environment i would hate to see them just regurgitate the same map i understand it's the same city but find a way to make it interesting like season six okay. of apex anyways uh <laughs> uh it'll be interesting to see we still don't know whether or not rocksteady is going to announce a batman game or oh and my bad they're doing they're doing the suicide squad game they haven't showed gameplay at this point so we can't talk about it in the time in which we're recording that but i'm sure we'll talk about it on the next podcast whenever they reveal the suicide game that suicide squad game that's gonna be interesting batman on the food I, I actually, I'm curious to see because I'm going to assume that Suicide Squad means co-op. What's going to be the difference between Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad? Are they going to war with one another? Like exactly, that's what I just said. I was like, this is because I wasn't expecting WB Montreal to do their own and didn't show it first before even Rocksteady did. So that's why I'm like confused as to what what both of the studios are doing at this. All right, what type of game? Maybe it's just a single player game. Maybe it is just you know, maybe we're overthinking. But it's it. a it's a lot of suit like. It, we just okay so we just got the suicide squad reboot basically 
with like all of the Suicide Squad characters. So that's a huge cast. So it's Rock that he gonna have all of those characters in this game, or are we just doing like the original cast that was from like the first movie, the first Suicide Squad movie? Yeah, I don't know. I have a lot more questions now. I don't know. We, they said 2021, so I mean, this is a next gen title. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Still don't know what the PS5 and the Xbox is going to uh, cost. What, what, what's what's today? August 22nd, in which we're recording, and they said that I actually watched the video from IGN last night. P, the the PS5 uh, Sony Direct uh, CEO he he confirmed that there will be no delays on the PS5. We still don't know how much it costs. When's there's going to be pre-orders? Uh, falls next month. Sure would be nice to get some info on that. You know, <laughs> maybe Man, people need to crazy. set money aside. This is the first time this has happened in like my lifetime. We're like we're entering a next gen console and we have no idea what the fuck to expect. Still really don't know what the features are on the PS5. Well, they have adaptive triggers, you know, and they released that tra- that trailer. Anyways, I'm done ranting about that. Um, let's talk about something that came out of the woodworks. Uh, there's a game coming out of China called Black Myth Wukong. Um, it looks like a Dark Soulsy esque type action adventure game where you play as Wukong, which is like an ancient Chinese story that like Dragon Ball is based off of, uh, Journey of the West, all that bullshit. Um, it's getting a lot of hype. There was a 13 minute demo, it came out of nowhere, it was not in English, but it went viral and like the internet's going crazy to the point where, uh, actually the developers like released a statement and they were saying that like they're actually embarrassed by how much, uh, hype and excitement people have for this game uh they said to be honest that they they said that they have better shit to show uh they feel like this is not even like their final form basically and uh, they're going into hiding uh and they're gonna focus on developing the game because they they just didn't expect this response maybe i don't know maybe it's like a cultural difference thing and like they just didn't they didn't expect it like they're probably like shy people or something but this is cool this is a pleasant surprise you got any hot takes on this wukong gameplay because yo during my streams every like a hundred times a stream did you see the wukong gameplay what you think yeah nah like i think that you know they deserved all the hype and all the uh, the viral nature that this uh that this 13 minute demo got like for the end for them to you know come on and say that this isn't even like the tip of the iceberg that looked amazing like especially since it's uh you know primarily a smaller studio even though um the person zook um who usually like is you know really big on like the chinese game um, when he showed it and then he was going over like the um, the details on like the studio he said like it was like initially a studio of like 19 people but he said he counted like 40 people so obviously they've expanded um so it's a, a bigger studio than what it is but it's still not anywhere near like a triple a type of studio but the game looked amazing like from what we saw like it looked fire uh again we don't know if it's going to be dark souls-esque it kind of looked like it but it might end up being more of like i don't know maybe it, maybe it it'll be star a little bit Wars-y. more forgiving yeah i would say yeah like star wars like it's going to be a little it looks like it might be a little bit more forgiving than uh than a dark souls or a sekiro but in any case man they said that wukong like this game is going to have 72 abilities that he can do that's a lot like when you think about it 72 because wukong like i mean wukong has been in like pretty much like every Look, single game like every mobile yeah, i mean yeah that's what goku <laughs> was based off of yeah that's what goku was based off of wukong for those who didn't know so like man like he was doing a lot of crazy stuff like this game looked really really good so 
like especially since the um the trailer went viral they better bring this over to the states i want to play this like now yeah, that game was fire bro that's my main concern like i i agree like it looks like a next-gen title like the physics on like the beard and the hair looks real nice the destruction in the environment the combat look fire but that's my main concern this is a chinese developed game oh and now y'all care about china <laughs> and i'm just curious like is this gonna come over here because it seems like like i said they were surprised by the hype it didn't seem like they had intentions for this to come to the west so like how are they gonna who's gonna who's gonna pick it up who's gonna bring it over here and if i had a Probably sneaky suspicion the epic game story it'll become exclusive because they it's china and tencent baby they can make that connection who's gonna Actually, pick it up is the question i'm almost positive that's an unreal engine game yeah it looks it, unreal it definitely bro, did you see when you saw that enemy that had the um that the had bird. the uh, yeah bro did you yeah. see those lighting effect that shit bro that's that's ue it yeah, looks nice it looks that like ue5 yo yeah uh, that, that's uh that's niagara like i like I, I was watching the trailer and i was like oh shit i know how they did this like it was really cool there's like a couple things i saw i was like oh yeah i was like oh they're using like this and like the destruction i was like um yeah yeah i know what they're using for that stuff it's actually really good so like no they did a fantastic job with the engine like i give them props like I don't know how many people are working on this game, but like it's visually, it is stunning. The gameplay looks great too. So like, I mean, yeah, I'd be willing to try the game out. Um, yeah, the seventy abilities things look kind of crazy. I'm assuming though, if they bring it to the states, they might have to delay it because they'd have to like bring localization to it. So they mm-hmm. probably need a yeah, like they're gonna need a publisher to like fund that localization. Um, so like if it came out and uh, if it came out like whenever it comes down to China, we'll probably get it like a year like later if we're lucky. Yeah. If, if they yeah if they allow because you know there's a bunch of other I don't I don't know how China deals with like their people they like their studios games um, coming out like internationally like what that even entails so I don't. Yes, another thing because they just got consoles in China. So like, was this developed even for the PS4 or the Xbox in mind? Like I feel like this was just a PC game. Yeah, who knows? Like I, again, like I don't know a lot of the back history on this game, so like I don't know like who the developers are. I don't know how big the studio is, how long they've been working on like this stuff. Like I just don't know. Um, so we'll see. But no, I, I've kind of said it before, and I kind of believe it that um, I think like what we're gonna get next gen is like there's like gonna be a huge burst of like Chinese developing developed games that are about to appear like in like triple A space. Um, because like I, I've I've kind of what a lot of people don't know is that a lot of the games that you play nowadays are actually built by people in China um through like outsourcing um and i think it's like I've you have examples oh yeah uh pick a pick a triple a game halo infinite china um uh any any basically any triple a game that has a massive budget uh gta any of the most of them the way that these games get built is because they use uh funding i mean not funding they hire uh basically what's called outsourcing studios in china and they and they hire them to help build assets for the game mm. Yeah, fun, fun fact yeah yeah fun fact like yeah a lot of the games that you've played in the past like five six years a lot of them have had outsourcing so, to uh, wh- studios and they're really good they're really fucking good. for simple niggas basically what you're trying to say is china has been doing background vocals for western developers for like the well last... i just think chinese studios just haven't been getting clout like a lot of like the crazy visuals that you see in a lot of games like a lot of them and like art style and stuff like that like the actual 3d models a lot of that is done by like actual like chinese third party like outsourcing sometimes japan uh, but a lot of it's like indonesia vietnam um china um like like those areas are actually like huge hotbeds of like studios that like 
third party, I mean, triple A studios hire. Like if you go on ArtStation, you can find a couple of them and say, hey, we're, we've been clients of like Rocksteady. Uh, we've been clients of like, uh, of like Witcher. Like you'd be surprised. And, they, and they'll show you like their portfolios. You'll see stuff that's been in like games that you play. You'd be like, oh my God, I had no clue they worked on this. Like yeah. this character. So what you're saying is they basically been doing background vocals, but don't be surprised if the, during the PS5 yeah. generation, like, they, hey, they come out, they, they step come out, out. They know, yeah, come out thing. of the forefront. With yeah, the, and yeah. I mean, they, they like hit, like, like tell me how many times like we, we've seen news of like a Chinese developer revealing their game and people being blown away by it. They're like, oh my God, this looks crazy. And they're just like, yeah, I've just been working on it on my off time, like in some Chinese Dude. like what was that that uh shooting game that was one chinese developer and then he got a studio for it was it? and then there was that uh dmc like game that was also a chinese developer like yeah there's a lot of these types of games that uh there's three billion uh, people over there i'm sure there's a yeah. ton of untapped talent over there exactly so, okay. yeah for no a little doubt. backstory um the developer is called game science studio and it said it was founded in 2014 by x10 cent staff so Oh, do not be surprised if it comes to it. Yep, X10 Cent staff. Uh, said they made other games before and they've been working on this particular game for more than two years, like two plus years. Mm, they said this is not the final form. I'm definitely, we're definitely gonna keep an eye on this one. They said that they don't have, they're not gonna show anything again for a while just because they're embarrassed and they want to go into hiding. They don't like the hype. So I, I don't be surprised if like a year from now this pops back up with like a release date or something like that. That's what I would say. Big games, baby. Yeah, cool shit, cool shit. Uh, check it out. The name of the game is uh, Black Myth Wukong. Go on YouTube and search it up. There's a 13 minute demo. Check out the gameplay so you can see what we're referencing and get an idea of what to expect. Um, I don't know if we're going to talk about this. Call of Duty officially confirmed the next one's uh, Cold War. There was a teaser. Uh, if, if you didn't watch the trailer, the, the summary of the teaser is Russia, 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 Sputnik, Russia, China. What that do for y'all? Huh? I mean, they get a little too serious about this. It's like, all right, I understand. This is a damn video game. Did you watch uh, the trailer, Ethos? That's all it is. No. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's about the Cold War. Yeah, I mean, I'm hyped for it. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely hyped for it. I'm a lie. Like, I'm a huge fan of the, the Black Ops series. So, I mean, like, and this is kind of them going back to their roots, like that whole like conspiracy theory type of like what you don't know happened in the shadows during this war and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, I got to see gameplay, but I mean, as long as they tell me there's a campaign, I'll probably play it. But it, it's gotta be with this. Like, God, I, I, I wouldn't see why it would it be. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, it's like what we talked about before, before I got meme to death about it. But if it's got the OGs in it, then, you know, I'm pretty much gonna be sold on it. I don't care mm. if it's gonna be the same shit, whatever. That's crazy. <laughs> you tell me that a thousand times, I'm still gonna play it. Yeah, I don't really have anything hot take to say on this just because yeah. there's no I gameplay. I need to see gameplay first. I will say it's interesting that we still haven't seen any COD gameplay. Like, usually, yeah, and it's, it's about to come out. Like, yeah, this is August. Like, yeah, they would announce. They usually yeah. announce it back in May, don't they? Yeah, like, like May, yeah, like, June. Well, May, yeah, the COD no, cycle is broken. What? Yeah, like they're teasing it back then, but again, it might be due to COVID. So China, 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 Russia, Sputnik. Uh, COVID. <laughs> uh, Ghost of Tsushima announced that they are coming out with a co-op update this fall. Uh, there'll be four different characters. There'll be their different types. Uh, of, they have like different special abilities. There's like a ninja, archer, a regular samurai, and something else. I'm too lazy to watch the trailer again. Um, and you'll be able to fight powerful enemies and do raids. How are we feeling about co-op and Ghost of Tsushima? 
I mean, this was another another interesting surprise. Um, I'm curious to see how this will play out because I wasn't, I don't think anybody was expecting, you know, a continuation, a co-op continuation at that of Ghost of Tsushima, especially so quickly. Um, I think that's that's one of the more surprising things. Like this is this is coming out super fast. So they've obviously been working on this. Sucker Bunch have been working on this, uh, you know, while they were making the uh the regular story for Ghost of Tsushima. Um, and I, I think, well, I guess, you know, we'll have to see how this goes. Um, uh, I know they're going to have a lot of customization, but I think like, you know, some people were kind of worried because they were expecting to, I guess, going with their own gen character. However, they have them set up. But oh, the fourth I, is I, a Ronin. Okay. My bad. Good. Yeah. Yeah. The Ronin. Yeah. So, um, but I think it's interesting though, that you can like pick a class and, you know, everybody will have different, different type of abilities, but um you know it still might be just some of the people like oh i want to do everything i want to do everything but i'm interested to play it though like uh because it's going to be like a different type of uh of take on it because you want to be basically fighting demons and stuff so i think that that's cool but again like it wasn't i don't think anybody really saw this coming we're like whoa y'all just y'all just brought this out of nowhere so uh i'm interested to play it we'll see how it is because this is definitely one of my favorite games so i'll be looking forward to playing a co-op it's cool too because it'll be a free update for those of you unaware this fall so you don't have to pay for anything it's not paid dlc uh i feel like this will only work if there's like if, if they take like the call of duty zombies approach where there's like it doesn't have to be like a full-blown story but some type of lore and underlying story to it so why we're doing what we're doing because i think it would be weird to just throw four people in there and fight demons just waves of demons like i'm not really interested in that but from the trailer it looks like there's some type of story going on um that that that's that's the only thing i would say you got anything for this ethos um i mean kind of like in jg's boat like kind of came out of nowhere probably because it was probably being developed for the base game like when the game came out it should have came with it but I, i'm guessing covid attacked it and they were like we had to delay it um, that's probably why it's coming out so quick um but uh it i mean it looks cool I mean, i'm gonna try it out because it's free i'm not gonna complain about nothing free i kind of agree with jg like like you know we'd obviously had different interpretations of what we thought a co-op thing would look like like being able to use our own gen uh sekai and like how he would look in our own style so i feel like it's gonna be that little thing like i'm gonna be honest nobody wants to be an archer i don't want to be an archer I don't think anybody here, like compared to the other classes, I, I don't think anybody would want to be an archer, but someone's gonna have. What to if the archer ends up like Black Widow and be the best character? That would be a crazy. That I'm gonna play be... the archer archer because you yeah. hate. Go ahead, you can play archer. I don't want to be the Ronin, bro. Uh, yeah, like I'd like, 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 Ronin or a ninja. Have you played Green Arrow in Injustice? You have you played him. the arrow, the arrow like systems inside of uh, uh to Ghost of Tsushima? I'm yeah, I slow you, down like, time and I shoot him in the head. Yeah, that shit's boring to me. I'd rather be a ninja. <laughs> I'd rather be a ninja or a Ronin or something like that. You know, with actually, yeah, you, you, you're gonna be screaming for help. Don't worry, I'll be the sniper. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. You do that. But yeah, I mean, I'm, but like I said, like Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima is probably one of my favorite games this year. So I mean, I'm I'm not gonna say no to free content. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's definitely gonna be downloading that this fall. Look out for that. It'll be it'll be some fun streams for co-op. Um, and then last but not least, what I got on my notes is the Venn Network announced it's a new network available on Twitch, YouTube, all other streaming platforms. I think they stream to Twitter as well. Um, it's a new gaming network, kind of similar. It looks like they're kind of going for like the G4 thing, professional, high quality content. They have like different types of shows where they talk about news and things going on in the, in the gaming industry. Uh, they have a workout show. Ace was actually featured on it. They had him doing like push-ups or something. Oh yeah, he was jump roping with no rope. Uh, <laughs> how are we feeling about the Vin Network, uh, JG? You're getting G4 vibes. You could, do you see like this thing? Do you think feel like this could survive in this market today? 
I am getting G4 vibes, and I feel like it can survive, but I feel like they need, well, first of all, they definitely need more shows because I feel like this format of Wednesday through Saturday new shows won't survive. Um, I think it, it kind of already killed a lot of people's interest. Like, first week, of course, like, I want to see what the hype is about. And then, you know, lo and behold, you know, Ace ended up being on the show. So, obviously, we've got to support that. And shout out to Cash, because I actually do like the show. But um, but even that show, like, needs a little bit more. Um, I feel like probably one of the shows that, that did the best, in my opinion, uh, was the download, because that's an informative, like, new type of show. And even the first show that they had, like, I was like, okay. Um, like, they had a lot of things that, you know, I may have not caught at the very moment and i'm like oh, okay like it was very informative and shout out to uh to aaron because she's on the show as well as a co-host so shout out to her um but yeah they need more shows for sure like it was cool like i think they have like seven shows right now but it's like a lot of time it's just a lot of dead air and i understand like you know they're a new network they just started but i feel like they should have probably gotten like at least 10 shows um just to start off but it's just a lot of reruns right now and um i think people kind of already got sick of because we're like in three and it's just a lot of dead air so they just need something else but i feel like it will survive but then again we gotta see what's going on the g4 is coming right around the corner next year so they're definitely going to be competing with each other whether they want to or not so we'll see what ends up happening because g4 if they can get all the same people then you know it's, it's definitely yeah, they say hard. they're close to signing olivia munn they're they're going out there oh yeah like i said that people are going to be on that so like i said vin has to do something quick they they're going to have to get some more people some uh some more shows some more ideas and definitely some more hard-hitting people um but they are getting you know they're getting some some guests on their shows though they're they are getting a couple people like they had uh mighty mouse on one show uh, even though I don't like him, they had a uh, Luzanne on uh, on one of the shows this Gross. week. So yeah, so they're I mean, but they're kind of getting people. Like I see, like they're not just getting the people who may you know be in our in our gaming space. Like they're getting people outside of the space too. So at least they have a little bit of clout to reach out, whether it's the network themselves or the people who are on the particular shows that are reaching out and getting these guests. But I, I but again, guests are one thing. You just need more shows. So Van us yeah i'm not gonna lie the first week i was tuned in i was watching everything and i'm not gonna lie i haven't watched since uh i'm still follow them like i might poke my head in there to see what's going in but like it's hard for me to see how this will last long terms because in terms of business model like how do they make money i think they sell ads because they have them running in between like shows and stuff but the thing is like i feel like it'd be hard to sell ads if you're only dropping new shows wednesday to what saturday and like their views their views are pretty good during those times but when they're doing reruns it goes from like being five to ten thousand people in the room to like 200 and that's a crazy drop off i feel like that it'd be hard to sell ads for that but i could be wrong i don't know it it needs something it's missing something but I, i appreciate the effort you got any hot takes ethos uh i mean cool I'm, I'm kind of really concerned about like i feel like there's like a ticking clock against ben like the like the moment g4 teased themselves coming back it's like i'm kind of concerned that ben might not even have a chance at that point like if ben comes back they get olivia munn uh, i'm sorry not ben if g4 comes back and they have olivia munn it's like why would people go and watch ben if they could go back to something that's more nostalgic and so that kind of concerns me of like their, the longevity of uh, like the ben project um, but it seems like a good idea, and, and I do see like there's there's quality put into it. It's just like what you're saying. They need new shows. They need them fast. They got to find a way to step out. Like because if G4 hits, they only have a certain amount of time left on that clock. So they got to make sure that they already have themselves in place as like, oh yeah, there's th- what makes them different from G4. 
because um, I mean G4 could come out and be just garbage. Like it could be like, yo, what the heck? But from the mm. play of it, they get like all the OGs and stuff and like all the old shows. They bring they X playback with Morgan yeah. and and yeah, what's the name? Yeah, in trouble. Then, Vince yeah. In trouble. <laughs> they won't have a chance at that point. But if they can't get like Olivia Munn and, and Morgan back and they have like a bunch of new faces, then I doubt G4 will be able to like destroy them. But if they do get the OGs back, yeah, I'm gonna say sorry to Vin, but whoever invested in Vin, like, ah oh, man, timing was like poor, like couldn't have been worse. But it's not like they had future foresight in that. No one knew G4 was gonna have a potential coming back. So. Yeah, because if all the Kevin Pereira, Olivia, Morgan, and what's the what's the smoker's name that guy ran off the internet? What's his name again? I forgot. Adam Sessler. Uh, they bring him back. Shit, bring back Arena for like competitive tournaments where they give away money to the winner and shit. You can bring on like the professionals eating because now there's a market. There's a crazy market for esports. You can bring on the pro players to compete in certain games and stuff. Like I'm not gonna lie, that that shit would definitely be on the Chromecast. It would be on the TV and like I just have it in the background watching it. Um do you we'll remember see. the guy who um who I think like you had a bit of rapport with like the the person who like started G4? Do you remember his name? Like the dude who ended up oh. uh, doing nitro ice cream? What was his name? Shit, let's let me Google. Because I don't know, like, does he still have a part of this or no? No, so when I talked to him, he said he left because he knew that um what's the name? G4 would become the cop. He he they, like he knew ahead of time that it was gonna become like the cops rerun and the ninja warrior shit, so he didn't like it. So he ended up leaving. Mm-hmm. I don't think I think he sold the company. Okay. Uh I can't even find Nitro Ice Cream when I look it up anymore. Did he delete his Twitter? I haven't talked to that dude in a while. Yeah, because I, I think he might have gotten on Twitter because I like try to look for him and I couldn't find him. Yeah, I cannot find him. Something from St. Louis comes up. I don't got business out there. What the hook? He's LA anyways. based, I believe. <laughs> anyways, yeah, that's all I got on my show notes. Y'all got anything else I want to add to the conversation before we wrap it up? Nope. No, just waiting on this uh, on this Rocksteady teaser. Yeah. yeah. Cyberpunk. Never so coming out. No more delays. No more delays. It's official. We're gonna get the game now. It's coming out this year. All you, all you jokesters, you're all wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Did we already? Because I think like the latest uh, Nightwire came out before we did this podcast, right? Nightwire. What the fuck is that? Oh, yeah. That's what, oh, yeah, yeah. That's what the that's what the the uh, developer things are called. The developer thing with all the new stuff they tell you about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you have to say on that? Did you all watch it? Yeah, watch it. Right? Yeah, watch it. Um, yeah. how do we how do we feel about the um the the paths that you can take? Fire. Do you all do you all find it? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's like Mass Effect one, picking your your intro, but it actually like that's has literally like, Mass Effect. Like, yeah, yeah, but it has like actual story, like prologue of what you actually play. That means you could do three playthroughs with different story styles. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's gonna affect the rest of the game too as you play, like who you talk to. It's like I smell game. Of the I'm gonna be a street kid. And, and then, uh, then they showed the the different types of guns that they have. I thought that that was cool too. Yeah, shit was good. Everything was good. Everything it looked like good. It just the game don't exist to me till it come out. That's the only thing. <laughs> come on, <laughs> don't play it when it comes out. Then it don't exist. <laughs> it's looking a little Star Citizen. No, 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 no. no oh yeah, I, I would have to stop you there. Like I, I yeah. accepted all the slander, no. but don't say it's Star no, Citizen. You are not gonna say that it's coming out this year. Nah, nah, nah. Whatever happened yeah. to Star Citizen? Hey, who knows, bro? Yeah, tell us you wasted your two hundred dollars, didn't you? Yeah, it was, it was a hundred dollars on my ship. ship. Yeah. Hundred dollars ship, hundred dollars ship. Hey, I still can right, go hundred dollars ship. 
I can still go on and play it if I want. Fuck that game, bro. <laughs> I'm just, I kind of have it in the back of my head where it's just like, hey, it eventually comes out cool. I mean, I had my fun on it. So, like, I'm not mad that I, you know, gave him like 100 something. So, I'm like, hey, whatever. It is what it is. You know, I ain't one of these broke boys out here crying about games getting $70. So, you know, it's all good. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then for your reference, uh, when you're talking about this static shock thing, it's only trending because Kid Cuddy uh said, Can we have a black superhero that doesn't have black in their name? And then someone mentioned oh, it. They were like, they were like, Oh, static shock don't count. So yeah, DC didn't say anything. So sorry, you though. Not yet. Mm. Has he seen Django Unchained? Bruh, look, they literally oh. mentioned all those people. They were like, uh, <laughs> what's wrong with you? They were like Static Shock, Storm, Luke Cage, Misty Knight, Cyborg. They're like, it's it's, it's fucking it's exposed. A good yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he doesn't know anything. It's cool. <laughs> like, come on, come on, Cuddy. I see what you I see what you're trying to do, but nah, bro. It's, we got black superheroes out here that don't have black in their name. You can't hum your way out this L. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's all I got on my show notes. So uh, you got the floor, Jay. What's your closing statement for Game of Illuminati episode 103? Go. That's crazy. We on 103. Hey, man, uh, like I said before, we got some some things in the works. We're going to take the podcast to another level. So be expecting that. Not real soon, but it will be soon. All right. Mm, Ethos, what's your closing statement for Game of Illuminati episode 103? Go. Hey, thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, I want to have an obvious disclaimer that anything that I said in reference to, to anything in this podcast does not mean I'm specifically targeting any specific person. I'm just generalizing, just generalizing stuff that I've heard and what I've said. And if the shoe fits, it fit fit you. It wasn't on purpose. So uh, thank you. Just out of curiosity, what inspired that statement? You know what? Yeah, I got to watch your vibe. They told me I got to watch that vibe. Yeah, I heard it was a fucking loser on the stream. Yeah, you better than me, bro. I wouldn't even entertain. I wish that bitch ass nigga would say something, bro. You get blocked off rip. Nigga's a loser, bro. It was good content. It was hella good content. Yeah, I heard, I heard he got sunned like a motherfucker. I was like, oh, you just reminded me. I'm going to go watch that vibe after this. It's actually good, like two hours of content. You need to put that on the GI channel, bro. I asked him not to edit it, but I don't know if he's gonna edit it or not. I think but. he said something. I think he said it's it's yeah, on the list like, of things to do. Not all of it. Put it on the, the GI channel. I was like, that's like it was really good content. So fucking loser. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I got nothing. Else. I ain't got nothing to say other than I got to edit this and get it done. So I appreciate everybody uh, coming through and checking out the show. Uh, if you enjoy it, support us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/GIUpdates. You can be a guest on the show. I believe it's the the fifty dollars tier like that. We have a bunch of other cool stuff. Join the Discord if you want a one on one consultation for your content. Whatever we do, we do. check out all the tiers, man. Support us. Um, Patreon.com/slash/GIUpdates. Um, take the show on the go, Spotify, Apple, uh, SoundCloud, all those platforms, all that bullshit. Um, other than that, uh, appreciate you for listening to the show. Once again, if you're watching the video version, leave a like. Actually, you know what? You know, it was really dope. I said, say happy birthday last episode to uh, GB uh, if you got to the end of the episode. If you're watching the video version of the podcast, if you made it to the end of this episode, type in the comment section, booty eater. All right. Oh. <laughs> and that's all I got for y'all. I'm a holler at y'all. Peace.